All right, man. On a nice Friday evening, everybody's out partying, enjoying their happy hours, getting some after work, you know what I'm saying, cold ones, a nice cocktail, Long Island iced tea, rum and coke. What else I like out there to drink, man? Uh, a nice Stella, a blue moon with an orange. You know what I mean? Uh, I like Jameson. I like Jameson and pickleback shots. You know what I'm saying? I like Jameson. Um, but as always, man, my name is France. I am your host of Let's Talk Better at Podcast. Just want to do a quick little monologue podcast for you guys. I know I haven't gotten the chance to do a podcast recently with Vlad. Um, he's been moving some things around. I've been kind of busy. Battle Rap is always busy. This has been a really busy month for all of us, too. Plus, I'm fresh off of Cody, so I needed a couple of days to compress from that because I've been studying for Cody for weeks to do that eight-hour panel. And I got to be honest, man, I think the reception was pretty good. Uh, Shout-outs to The Rook from LTBR staff writer Jay Smo, first-time panelist. He did pretty damn well, man. He did so good that I'm very comfortable not being there next year and let him be the representation of it. That's how good he did. Uh, but as always, you can follow the show, LTBR Podcast, on all social medias on letstalkbatterapp.com. We're going to talk about some redemption, too. As always, I do have the caffeine chat with us. Shout-out to the chat titles. Chat titles, what up? So while I'll be talking about these battles, I will also be reading messages for our audio listeners. So don't be alarmed. You know what I'm saying? We got KC in the chat. She says, hey, J-Smo. And the smoke should stand for smoke. <laughs> Listen, man, J-Smo didn't change some rankings in that room, man. He made his imprint. And he will forever he will ever go down in history for it. J-Smo didn't give a goddamn. Speaking of damn, shout out to Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? I got the damn hat on. 30 miles later, I told him, be cautious. Chat titles plus KC. Yeah, KC is a regular, man. KC is a is a day one. We love KC. So the dot in the chat says, facts, the panel was actually pretty fire this year. I thought it was a solid panel, man. I, I, you know, I'll be honest. I just I don't want to be there for eight hours anymore. I want to find a way to consolidate that. You know what I'm saying? If we can make that panel go from eight hours to maybe four. Really, my real goal was to make it like three and a half. I feel like everybody would digest the content much more better because it's so easy to watch an eight-hour video and take anything out of context. So, like, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard to be in there. It's hard to watch it. But I will say a big salute to Jay Black still. His sixth year of giving out all this money, incentive, awards, accolades, and milestones to the battlers. I will always say this. If the leagues were doing this, we wouldn't have to, okay? This is for all leagues. It's not just for one. If y'all were awarding your battle lappers with incentivized cash prizes, accolades, milestone titles, there wouldn't be a need for a media member to go do this themselves. All right? But it is what it is. Soledad says, I hope DNA joins the panel next year. I respect his IQ. Soledad, I would like DNA. I would like Mike P. Um, I would like Loso. I would like Mickey Fax. I would like Geechee. I would like Marv one. I can I can make I can make a list of battlers that I want to be there. And I'm gonna say this now because I made this request last year and I wasn't all the way firm on it because I thought Geechee was really gonna be a part of the panel. In fact, I'd even have Geechee a part of my top 20 because I didn't know that he wasn't gonna not be a part of the panel. But uh if there's not a battle on the panel next year, I'm not doing it. 
Straight up. That could be that could apply to Henny Man too. I know Henny Man, people are like, oh, we want a battler, and they disregard Henny Man. Henny Man is a battler. So even Henny Man, like if it's at least if Henny Man's in the room, I'll do it. But I, I need a battle rapper to be on the panel. And there's no disrespect to the panel that was there previously or myself. I just want a rapper to be there so that they can understand the process and the experience and realize it ain't what you think that it is. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we don't know what the fuck we want in battle rap. I remember UN5, everybody was so excited to have three out of the four judges be battle rappers. And the very first battle, every, the whole fucking culture called it a robbery. So, like, I just kind of want these things to happen so that you guys can realize you're not satisfied and you won't really know what you want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's just that's just, uh, that's just my two cents on people that should be in the seat. Also, I'm not mad at the idea of there being less people. Um, I feel like less people also speeds up the process of the debate. I know there's nine of us in that room. Maybe if it drops to like five or six, there's less dialogue, less time being spent, quicker to get to the categories, less voices and arguing, you know. Um, but who knows? There's a lot of different ways you can you can consolidate or tighten up the process. Um, but I will say I look forward to seeing the adjustments being made. I know now there's four the, the, the requirement to be a part of Cody is four three-round battles, not even three. It's four. So had that been a requirement this year, Rosenberg Rosenberg Raw, who was considerably snubbed for the year that he had, um, he wouldn't have been eligible. In fact, he wasn't even eligible until December for this list. But I'm going to leave it alone. Salute to Rosenberg Raw. So that says, imagine if Geechee was on this panel this year. Nah, I will say, though, I think I really wanted Geechee to be on the panel, but I'm already seeing some people try to downplay rum. Or not even downplay rum, but they just like, they salute rum, but they just like, but it should have been should. And I know for a fact that Geechee was a part of this process, they would have probably blamed it on Geechee and gave less flowers to rum or been more upset because they felt the EFB connection is too strong. So maybe it was a, maybe it was a gift in disguise that he didn't, he wasn't a part of this panel, but I still want him to be a part of a panel. No doubt about that. You feel me? So... Yeah, that's that's my Cody talk though, for the most part, because I haven't got a chance to even talk about Cody in, in, in entirety, just a couple spaces addressing people. And I want to take the time to, to say again, salute to Jay Simone, man. He really did the goddamn thing. He did the goddamn thing, man. We put out a really great article on Rum Nitty. We called it uh the title that Cody has been waiting for Rum Nitty. This is a man that's been knocking on the door of Cody for the last five years. He was ranked number four, ranked number eleven, top three on the source. His worst year of Cody rankings was number 14. You're telling me your worst – like, you're telling me your worst year, you're, like, still third-team All-NBA? All right, man. All right, man. <laughs> if your worst year is still third-team All-NBA, that's a first-world problem to have. And then he's number four the following year, and then he wins, you know? So he's finished in the top five – shit, I would say at least almost three years before he got to – Finally knocked through that door and break through the barrier. So salute to Rum Nitty. Go ahead and check out that article. Let's talk about rap.com. Really great read. I talk about the statistical production he's put on. Jay Smalls talked about his his history and placement and rankings. And Q, shout out to Q Mui, staff writer at LTBR. He did a really good job breaking down Nitty's trajectory and his lyricism and the density of his writing and so much more. It's a really great piece. Really great piece. All right, man. Let's talk about this some. Some of these battles going down this weekend. Redemption 2 is going down. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking what I'm thinking. 
God damn it, I wish this event was live. God damn it, I wish this event was live. I get that. No doubt about it. We have been spoiled as Battle Rap fans, okay? Like, we had 40 caffeine events from 2020 to 2021. Um, we had Twitch in the mix, a bunch of pay-per-views. So, as a whole, when you see less events that are streamed, you feel left out. You feel, you feel disconnected. And then you get that, that good old fan itch, right, where you start to hit the search button on your Twitter space. You're refreshing, you're refreshing. You're typing in people's names. You're following accounts, giving updates. Shit, it don't even got to be somebody in media. It could be just a simple fan that's in the building talking about the event. You're following any kind of way you can for updates. And while I will say I very, 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 very much want this event live, I, I, there is a little bit of a thrill of those days where you're, like, searching for updates like a fucking scavenger hunt. You're on social media seeing what's going on. You're staying in tune with your favorite media outlets and members to see what the updates are. You're watching 15 Minutes of Fame, Uncle Ra, and any other media in the building to give recaps or interviews. Like, you piece it all together before you get a chance to watch the battle. So a whole narrative and blueprint is set for you somewhere by the time you finally watch the content. And while I'm just being spoiled because I, I think live battle rap is the best experience, uh, I, I as 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 a media outlet, I can still make content without it. <laughs> okay? You know what I'm saying? But more importantly, the team will be in the building. Shout out to staff writer LTBR Titus, staff reporter Tata, who will both be in the building. Shout out to Loud Pack Jack, too, family LTBR. Um, all three of them will be in the building, so don't you worry. We're covering this event one way or another, okay? Follow those two for updates tomorrow. Um, they got it all jam-packed for you. There will be a recap article coming out Monday. Um, but that doesn't stop us from putting out these predictions, right? You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about this card. I'm going to throw it to you guys first. And then I'll give my breakdown on Angel Battle. Let's start, with, uh, let's start with the trilogy. The air quote trilogy of the card between Charlie Clips and Danny Myers. Their first battle was on the phone. Their second battle was on Black Ice about, what, uh, maybe six, seven years ago. And now they're battling again. <laughs> Danny, Danny versus Clips 3 or Danny versus Clips 2.5 as Jay Smo says in the chat Casey says oh, I'm tired of this tired of it, I can hear it oh, I'm sick of shit sick of it sick of it no um, what else do you guys think of uh, Charlie Clips versus Danny Myers before I go who do you have winning that battle Dodd says I have clips to one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Do got some notes here for this. On the line, and what's at stake for Charlie Clips? Yet again, his app record. He's another person who's undefeated on the app. I believe what is it, eight and oh now? It's a pretty good record, man. You know what I'm saying? Eight and oh is a really great record because he has some solid competition there. I know how y'all feel about the Calico battle, but I'm sorry, he's winning it on the app. So he's undefeated on the app as as it's currently constructed. And, you know, um, his last performance against Calico, mm, it was it was closer to the clips that I like to see less of more than the clips that I like to see more of, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Uh, oh, my man, go to tracks in the building. He said clips 30. All right. For Danny Myers, interestingly enough, <laughs> Chef says, can you move so we can see Janelle? When they, right, I want, let, me, let me move the camera so you can see the TV screen while I talk. <laughs> um, you know this is Danny Myers' sixth rematch in the last like what 
eight months, eight, ten months, I think. And this is his fifth consecutive rematch. He battled Nitty, obviously. But, it, but he battled Tink, Cortez, Ace Amin, J2, and now Clips all in a row. I don't know what the hell is going on, okay? I don't know if this guy saw Danny uh, saw that Nitty has the record for, like, most rematches on the league. He said, bet, I'm coming to break that. Like, what, what is what – is, why is Danny Myers having five rematches in a row? He run out of opponents already? Hold up, man. Danny Myers versus Tracker. How many battles does Danny have? We're going to combine this app catalog and this YouTube catalog right now. Because what in the hell? He has 103 battles on YouTube. And he has 33 battles on the app. So, you know, he's probably, you know, probably got a couple battles he didn't drop yet. So he's close to the to the buck 40 mark. Is he at the point where he just has to spin the block on everybody? Golly. Danny, move on. <laughs> Casey says, Danny, move on to a new chapter in his life. All right, well, beyond the fact of us making fun of it being a two-and-a-half-point rematch, a.k.a. a trilogy, as Danny Myers would call it, I, I do think it's a dope match, though, because when they first battled uh, seven years ago on Black Ice, you know, this is kind of the exit of Clips' prime, and this was a Danny that hadn't yet figured it out on the stage entirely. And I feel like Danny now has put way much more together on the stage. He's a better rebuttaler. He's good at snap. He's better at snatching momentum back. He's a much more of a fan favorite than he was back then. And as for clips, sometimes you'll get performances like like his beat that battle or like you know half his beat that battle or his Castro and Yoshi battle where like he captivates the fuck out of a big room. So I do think it poses an extreme challenge for Danny. I'm really intrigued by that. To, to be honest, because it's not like Danny's met with somebody that can't rebuttal. This guy can freestyle just as good, if not better than you. You know what I'm saying? So expect their match to have a lot of electricity behind it. I could see it. Uh, last time Clips was at this venue, right center stage, he battled Luke Castro. That battle was fucking awesome. That battle was awesome. So if we get the Charlie Clips to battle Lou and the Danny Myers to battle after, they actually both were on that card, too. You're in for a really good battle. No doubt about that. I know I made fun of all the rematches, but in all seriousness, if they bring back anything close to the level that they were at the previous time they were at this venue, this is an awesome battle. This is going to be a treat to be in the building for, and I cannot wait to see what you guys tell the truth or lie about <laughs> in the building. All right, let's move on to the next battle. Let's talk about... Uh, you know, I, I, let's get it out the way, right? Let's talk about Geechee Gotti and Jay Mills. Listen, despite <laughs> despite this narrative that Jay Black, Titus, and Q has casted upon me, I don't have Jay Mills winning this battle, okay? I know everybody keeps saying that. I do not have Jay Mills winning this battle. Do you hear me? All right? Broadcast it, quote it, make sure that people know the truth because there's, there's propaganda and smut on my name, and I don't like it, all right? The reality is... Uh, I'm not sure that a good Jay Mills beats a bad Kichigari, but I just, I personally, as somebody who's been watching, and, and we have seen so many upsets over the last two, three years, I just never want to say something is 100% a lock. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always a slither chance because battle rap is any given Sunday. So I'm just going to respect the puncher's chance and the unpredictability of battle rap sometimes to say he should win, he might win, I'm picking him to win, 
But there's like, you know, a 5 10% chance he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't always pan out that way, but the things have been so unpredictable. Uh, Vegas underdog lines, all, all, all this stuff. I'm just going to give it his respect. You know what I'm saying? Um, more importantly, though, I will say for Jay Mills, in all seriousness, this is his first time battling on a stage of this magnitude. And this is his first time rapping in front of Smack since 2003. You haven't rapped in front of Smack White in 20 years? I do want to, I, I would like to believe that creates some kind of motivation for him. I just don't know if it's enough. But Skeechee is also very stumble prone. But nonetheless, Skeechee knows what the fuck to do. And Skeechee refuses to lose to Harlem back to back. So we got we got Geechee got to win this battle. But I want I want I want the, everybody to be known. I pick Geechee. Don't listen to Q. Don't listen to Titus. Don't listen to Jay Black. Don't listen to nobody. And if Jay Mills pulls the upset, you're not going to see me here. I told you so. The unpredictability, underdog, Vegas. Like I'm not going to do none of that. I'm not even going to. If, if Jay Mills were to somehow pull off this miraculous like upset that we we could never have envisioned. I'm not even going to take any credit for it. I don't want any credit for it. I'm not picking him to win, all right? So there you have it. I can't brag, I can't brag if he wins, all right? We have accountability chat titles. All right, cool. Fair enough. <laughs> I see y'all messages, man. Y'all funny in here, man. Y'all funny. Let's keep rolling, though. Let's talk about Swamp and Clean. I think they're going to open tonight. And actually, Swamp and Clean, I want to say this. Um... Shout out to Jay Smo, man. You uh, you did a number on Swamp, but <laughs> their previous battle was a little bit below their production on the stage. Swamp's battle with Saga was a one rounder, a small room, and let's be honest, he was just trying to stat pad his his champion of the year case. So he took a battle last minute, and it kind of backfired on him. And as far as clean battling Ace, they had a bit of a, a stage altercation at at the at the bottom of the of the sorry, at the top of the second round that really affected the momentum and engagement of that battle. So clean second and third round, he just pretty much choked. Or maybe he didn't even want to rap anymore after that whole big altercation because it lasted for a long time. So his last battle wasn't clean or his, you know, a good performance from him. Neither was Swamp. So ultimately, I just want to see a good and clean performance from both of them. I mean, shit, who doesn't want to have that essentially, right? Fundamentally, you always want to have a good and clean performance. But the thing with both these individuals is the inconsistency has been something that's always been attached to their name um, over the years. And with their recent showings, I, I would just want to see them execute three for all these rounds. I don't even really have a dog in the race for this battle. Casey says, we have to take your word for it. We can hope to see it before Easter. I, you know what, Casey? I'll tell you what. They're dropping battles faster now, man. They got this release schedule. They've heard the complaints. We've talked to people at the company. They've asked for some. They've asked for some input. They say, "Hey, what battles do you think people want to see?" I'm like, "This one, maybe this one, this one, and this one." So uh, I think you'll get the battles before Easter. So that's just, yeah, they're pretty similar in style. Yeah, they're very similar in style. In fact, this this uh, this isn't the first time this match has been booked. I think it was almost booked in 2019. Then a smaller league booked both of them, and they both no showed. I, I made a meme about them both no showing each other. You know, you know that Spider Man meme where like it's two Spider Mans pointing at each other. <laughs> I like cropped out both Spider-Man so it could be like transparent and the, the transparent Spider-Man are just pointing at each other like swamp and clean both no showing each other. Hilarious. But um, I just want to see both of them be clean. Swamp has a higher peak than clean. So I want to see Swamp stay the course of being the champion of the year level battle rapper that he was just at because 
I don't think it's far-fetched to say that he was ascending to being a top tier. Some people will even call him a top tier after his Tay Rock performance. And from his Arsenal and Saga battle, I don't want to see him dip from the level he was at. I don't, I don't want to see him get inconsistent. Um, but, the, but you know, when Jay Small said he has seven chokes, it, it's a valid concern, man. You know, even even on his way to Ultimate Madness Finals, UN5, he, he choked against Shug, you know, choked against Nitty, and then choked in the finals, which probably ultimately ended up changing the, the, the landscape of the entire year. So if he doesn't choke in the finals, I know if it's a spliff, my uncle wasn't my aunt, all that good stuff. I'm not saying that he automatically wins. He doesn't slam the door on that opportunity for himself. You know what I'm saying? So him being clean opens the doors for a lot more positive opportunities for him and outcomes for him. So Britt says he's choked the whole tournament. It happened, man. It happened. Jace Moore hit him with the Kyle Corver shot after he said that. Dale, he hit him with the with the Ray Allen game six shot after that one. He said, what? He thought you was about to put this banner up? <laughs> he thought you was about to celebrate? You had tape around the court? You know what I'm saying? G4 said, G420 the building. What up, G4? He says, at least he didn't choke against Rock. Listen, G4, I, I was very happy against the in his rock performance. He had an all your all round. He had a moment. It, 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 you could argue it was one of the best back and forths that night on Summer Madness. It was his debut against Tay Rock, a grudge man. Like, like, he checked off all the boxes you would need a superstar to check off of from that performance. I was very, very proud of Swamp in that moment. And I get it. Arsenal and Saga ain't rock, so maybe they don't call upon the same motivation or, or level of, like, output. But the point is, if you are a, if you're reaching top tier levels, you're a professional, you got to show up for all your fights, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to be clean for all your fights too, because that's what you not being clean is what derailed you to the point where you had to battle dot to start the year off. And you not being clean is also probably what prevented you from being champion of the year. Granted, you you were number six, one of the best guys in the world. And, and we salute that all the way, but we're just letting you know, like that six can easily be a one or two. If you fix this fundamental flaw. Fair enough. So that says the question is how motivated Swamp is for this battle. That's a good question. Jay Smo says, I know the Ars battle is trash, but he beat Ars and got a little too much hate for it. Smo, I personally feel like all right, there's some battles that happen to Urban Plaza from time to time that end up being very lackluster for the names that are attached to it and people don't like it. And I feel like they don't rewatch those battles because whenever I rewatch certain battles like that, like Swamp and Arse, uh, a good example, the last time we were at Irving Plaza, Calico and Briz, I watched those battles back and I'm like, I don't hate this battle that much. Like, I've seen worse. Like, I have seen worse. It's the the battle is not as harsh as we make it out to be. So I don't know. I've always thought Swamp and Arsenal wasn't that bad. Um, and at the end of the day, he, he beat Arsenal. So it's, it should be, shouldn't be as bad for him as it was for Arsenal. But I'll leave I'll leave it alone. Uh, Bert says it's underwhelming. It was underwhelming. It's underwhelming. But I don't think underwhelming necessarily always means bad. You know what I'm saying? Just you had a standard. You had an expectation that wasn't met. So it didn't deliver for you. You know, you ever order you ever order Uber Eats and you'd be like, Man, I can't wait for this uh can't wait for this takeout to get here. Probably takes ten minutes longer than you expected. The pictures look really good. 
take a bite out of it, and you're like, it's serviceable. It ain't the worst thing in the world. It ain't something I'll order again. But, you know, I'll make use of it. It's all right. That's what Swap Performance was like. It was all right. It was all right. You know what I'm saying? It was all right. <laughs> reheat fries ass battle. Yo, no matter if you air fry, reheat, re refry them, it ain't, it ain't no way to salvage french fries, man. I swear. I swear. All right. But I hope Swamp does rise to the occasion and clean stays the course because clean's been consistent. All right. The elephant in the room. I was going to say another animal, but I'm going to leave that alone. Shotgun Shook versus Kid Slade. Look, straight up, it's pretty clear cut, guys. If you are somebody that watches battle rap with the core of the essence that the S in streets symbolizes, I'm sorry, the S in smack symbolizes streets, right? If that's what you believe in, if you live by that code, um, if you factor believability, even if you don't live by the code, but you just can't agree with what Kid Slade did in that courtroom, there's not really much Kid Slade can do to win you over. And that's fine. And I actually think it's, it's totally okay if you be that way because the community is split. <laughs> All right. You see it in the community. But shout out to Tone Bro Black Compass. He made a tweet asking the community, how do you feel about Kid Slade being back? You see mixed reviews and a lot of emojis of an animal that won't be named. Um, and you ask a lot of the rappers and some rappers are split. Some rappers don't F with him. Some rappers don't care. Some rappers aren't by that. Like, you know, there's a lot of parties that are split on this guy. So I do think what happened with the rock battle, the bigger victory is that he got to live to see another day. Because Adi Boom didn't get a chance to live to see another day. Okay? <laughs> Adi Boom. <laughs> no past look at the brother. It's because his case isn't like Boom's. Fair. Fair as well. Very fair. Um, so again, if you uphold all of those values and do and you do not care for what Kid Slay brings, fair is fair. Now, if you're a civilian, you just care about entertainment. You're you're a woman that loves battle rap and thinks Slade is a fine young man. <laughs> if you're just a fan of the raps and you just want to analyze bars, let's talk about the style matchup of this battle. Sugar on a big stage. Um, it's coming off this momentum from obviously having a champion of the year caliber year. Um, he's gained so much momentum from 2022 that forget the situation that Kid Slade has. This would be a difficult assignment, period, regardless if Slade had the situation or not, or if you even remove Slade from the the the, the, the equation and put another battle rapper in his place. Shotgun Sugar on the big stage is, is becoming a difficult assignment, again, because um, it hasn't been as of recent years. And, you know, Slade did have his career-high performance against Stumbles, but I just don't feel like any of his performances prior to that Stumbles battle was anything semblance to that Stumbles battle. And that Tayrock performance, I didn't like it, man. Like, forget all the angles and all the stuff that happened. I just didn't like the performance. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just – I didn't care for it. And we've talked about it already. We made all the shit um, impersonations. Uh uh, he starts bouncing around. I got guns like the Terminator. Make him do the percolator. I get rid like an exterminator. I'm about that. My shooters around your crib, they be out back. 
I put cheese on his head like a mouse trap. Like, you know, shit, if shit does that, <laughs> the crowd's gonna the crowd is gonna go crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> the best part about Shug is that he ramps up his performance aggression and delivery that it follows a simple ass cadence to make the simplest punchlines feel effective because of the way it's just ramped up. Nitty gritty. You can bounce with it and say it. Like, and those are the best kind of guys. You can just impersonate for a couple seconds and just feel like you're Suge for like 10 to 5 seconds when you say a bar. <laughs> so when Suge so when Suge does those stuff, uh, <laughs> so when Suge does that stuff, it's going to be extremely effective. You know what I'm saying? And for God's sakes, the man has so many special moves. What's your life like? Oh, bruh. Like, Again, this would be a difficult assignment without the canvas he has to work with. Now when you add all that in here, it just makes it even harder. To, to Slade's defense, Suge isn't like this high-level angler, but he has moments where like his twerk battle, his patch day battle, um, you know, I've seen him angle. I've seen him angle and I've seen it be effective from time to time. So I, I'm not saying that he's going to like create the highest level of angle, but all the skills in the repertoire is more than capable than putting a very serious avalanche on Kid Slade. And for Slade, man, I'll say this, man, it's not often you get the chance to take the same test twice, okay? You know the angle is coming yet again. You have to counter right. Like, Maybe the crowd, because I was talking to Tatan and Loud Pack about this. He said the crowd's not going to go for it. The crowd's going to boo him. I don't know if the crowd necessarily boos him because even in that room in Orlando, they still cheered for him and they just wanted to be entertained. So, and even the Adi Boom Battle against Big K, you've seen the crowd just wants to be entertained. But that first round, Slave, your first round, we're going to be like this just looking, just waiting. You got 60 seconds. That's your one-minute sales pitch. You better lay some kind of foundation to this battle. You better address something. You better talk about it. Boy, 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 boy. And look, I'm not even one that lives by that by that by the by the code, but I understand the pressure that you're under. So you are literally fighting for your life. <laughs> okay. Britt says this is the shark tank. Britt, that is great. I wish I I wish I I wish I thought of that before you said it. This is your Shark Tank, all right? You have a one-minute sales pitch to, to let the people know what's going on with, with your situation and how you're going to handle sugar in front of you. And I got to be honest, man, I'm not, I'm not sure if Slade has high battle rap IQ. Um, just because with the rock battle, like, you knew it was coming and you did nothing to prepare for it. This time, you have to prepare for it. You know what I'm saying? This time, you can't, you can't not not prepare for it. But I did see an interview with Three Letter Man where he said, I'm not going to talk about it that much. I'm going to talk about it for a bit and get right back on his neck. And it's like, man, like, your stumble performance, you really showed something. But that shit, I'm not, I'm not calling it an outlier, but I just think because of the momentum that you have currently, it's just going to be hard to replicate that. So counter right, address everything, and unless Shug fumbles the angle, I don't know, man. I don't know. But overall, Shug is too difficult of an assignment. I'm going with Shug. 
What you got to say, man? What y'all got to say out there, chat titles? Britt says, I would have addressed this angle in the rock battle. I would have too. I'm gonna have to talk about the angle this time to solo that no matter what. Yeah, this you can't avoid it this time. This time you're gonna have to address it. For real. Um, so we will see what's up, man. Um Philip says I got Slade too. One, you know, I'm not even mad at that, man. Cause like I was I was really a big fan of Slade. I bought a lot of stock in Slade. Um, this, but I have been saying it prior to the stumbles that like, man, I haven't, haven't been satisfied with his performances. I wanted to see more. I was expecting more. The stumbles battle, he finally like leveled up to the level that I thought he could be at. And in like less than less than two months, like it all, it's all just like did a complete 180. And again, put the angle aside. His performance and material against Rock, I don't think it was that crazy. You know what I'm saying? I just, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't that big of a fan of the entirety of the battle. So now I'm just like, was your stumble performance an outlier? Can you reach that level again? Can you reach that level with counterwriting and being strategic? Because you're literally fighting for your life at this point. So we'll see, man. We'll see. We will see. All right, T-Top and Loso. Let's talk about it. What you guys think of T-Top and Loso out there? Jason wants to battle of the night. Battle of the night for T-Top and Loso. Britt also says my battle of the night. Listen, man. Is Loso healed up? Loso is, is healed up. He is recovered. He's, he's mobile again. He's good to go. This is reminding me a little bit of Loso with, and JC. Like, it was his first – against JC, like, that was, like, one of his first top tiers on URL. Or not even one of his. It was his first top tier on URL. That was his first top tier on URL. He had all this time off. The battle got prolonged multiple times. This was a battle that he specifically really wanted and had crafted something very powerful and beat somebody clearly that we don't often see get beat clearly. Uh, I know you, I know people have T-Top losing battles, and we, we've seen him lose a few times. This is probably, like Jason Moses, this is probably one of his uh, least favorable years of his career in 2022. But T-Top is still a high-level competitor in the league. Like He deserves that respect. That guy is a top-tier He's been around for a while, and since 2015-16, like, he's really been one of the, the leading forces, I would say, to carry the new generation of URL. This is a, I want to say career-defining match for Loso, because he still has plenty of big battles available. But this is a battle that's going to let me know, like, yo, can you become top tier? I've always felt like he's a B-plus mid-tier. He's like... Not a guy you put in your top 10, but not a guy you keep out your top 20. Can you be a guy that I can say one day, yo, he's climbing up to be a top five battle rapper? You know what I'm saying? Small, I wouldn't call him a low-level top tier just yet. Um, but 81 overall is good. If you give him a 2K rating, G420 says, if we're going by recent work, T-Top was good on light work. T-Top was very good on light work. T-Top was very good on light work. Um, T-Top is a very good battle rapper, period. Now, we'll say with the Christianity angles, you know, he's got he's got some things to work with that can very easily get redundant or tiring or old or things that we've heard before. 
And when I saw what Loso did with Klutz, I was intrigued because at one point, Loso was like looking at Klutz and he's just like straight just talking down to him. Like, you're a little boy to me. Like, that that condescending tone where Loso was kind of violating Klutz for, for a round, like, I, can he do that to a, a higher level competitor like T-Top? I think that he could. I want to see it be done. And if he has a moment where he's just just talking to T-Top, and it's like, yo, what the f- is going on here? <laughs> I think it can really help him transcend, man. You know, I know you wanted this battle on volume because he hadn't been on caffeine for a long time, and having a battle live stream for him would have been um, a really good option back in December. Now it's an app event again, so he has to make advantage of leaving a statement. He has to have one of those performances that people walk out the venue saying, Loso got crazy, Loso had... One of the performances of the night. He had a moment of the night. One of the best rounds of the night. Like he needs to walk out this event with something for me to put <laughs> on the award recipient in our article. I know that sounds biased as hell, but I'm just saying, like, I want him to put an imprint onto this event. Of course, you can guess it. I'm picking love for the win this battle. Yeah, that's right. But all I'm saying is this ain't no easy assignment. This is motherfucking T-Top. Okay? This is T-Top. Anything less than the level that I'm projecting for you to be. You can get caught slipping out here, sir. Okay? G4 says, Loso seems like the type to not write bars, but keep notes for potential opponents. G420, I cannot confirm nor deny that. Okay? But you're a smart guy. T-Top don't lose to clearly, and he brings the best out of his opponents. That part there, Britt. That's the value of T-Top that I feel doesn't get his credit because... He had a four-battle losing streak at one point in the app from 2020 to 2021. He lost to B-Dot, he lost to Coffee, he lost to Easy, and he lost to Jack Boy. Correlation, those are four battles that was battle of the night. At that point in time, he got their career high showings in front of him, and he still matched the intensity where I would at least think you can argue he won some of those battles. Jack Boy was a split decision, but he lost. Coffee battle, he actually won the caffeine votes. Um, he probably lost the beat out more clear than not. And it, in the easy battle, I, I feel like there's some tiers, that, there's some top tiers of easy battles that some are closer than others. And I've always felt like the T-Top battle is one of those battles that I feel like it was a bit closer than, than advertised. People would be like, oh, him and Rex is close. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. They'll be like, oh, him and, him and uh, Verb is close. No, not at all. Not, 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 so, not so whatsoever. No way in hell. But if you tell me, like, him and T-Top, him and Danny's close, I could buy that. I could definitely buy that. So um, T-Top having battle tonight with four people that made them get to their career high performance speaks volumes to his skill set, his value in the league, and what he does for mid-tiers that are trying to break through to the next level. Like my man Golden says he got low. He says he got low, so 30. I got too much respect for T-Top to say he'll get 30 but boy, oh boy, if Loso walks out of there with that result, that's major. That is absolutely major. I cannot wait to see what Loso brings to the table for T-Top. In the main event, John John Don versus Chef Trez. Let's talk about it, my people. I'll let y'all kick it off first. Chat titles. What do you have to say about the Donathan? Versus Mr. Sanchez. 
Golden says Trez to one. <laughs> Casey says Golden Lion one. G4 says France. Can John John rap better than Trez? Uh, I mean, I think Trez might you can you can edge Trez in the rapping category. I just don't feel like that's that's neither their strongest suits. But as far as being a battler, overall components of battle, more attributes, crowd control, performance, delivery angles, crowd participation. I'm giving all those check marks to John. Obviously, Trez is a better rebuttaler. John John Design. Define rapping, says Casey. Britt says, John, they said John wasn't motivated. He seems motivated. I definitely think he's motivated. Kodak says, I got John John, especially trying to bounce back from the surf loss. All right. I got some notes for this. I was a bit upset at all the responses I was seeing for this battle, but I got a chance to, to, to step back for a minute and really analyze this. All right. You could argue that John John Don hasn't won a battle in a couple years. Now ain't going front. Four of his last five battles, he definitely, you could say he lost those, right? He lost to Surf. He lost to Irwell. Um, he lost to Ace Amin to most people, not to the magnitude of the others, but lost to Shadi Har. He beat Chess and Genesis. So you could say he's one and four in his last five battles. But three of those four names are like elite, top 50 greatest of all time battle rappers with very high level performances against him. And John John is just, he has a really good track record against like mid tiers, Mr. Wavy, Prep, Jack Boy, you know what I'm saying? And obviously has made movies out of legends like Reed, made a movie out of chess. He's got a handful of battles where he's made real serious highlights on somebody on the big stage. He's been on Summer Madness six times, you know him a handful of times. Like, I don't feel like somebody makes 10 appearances to those cards and it's just not good on these stages. You know what I'm saying? And even when he lost to like John uh, to Ill Will or Sue Surf, I didn't feel like he was the worst performer on the card. I've seen Trez live the last couple of times. In fact, I've seen him live a handful of times in 2022. Seen him on RBE a few times, seen him on URL against None None and then two on two. And I really felt like I walked out the venue, those events, feeling like Trez was one of the lower rated performers of that event. If not that event probably the, the lowest rated battle of the card. Like, even in John John's losing efforts, I never felt like he was the worst performer on the card. And a lot of people, a lot of the peaks that Trez has, like, he, he might show up in some big moments for sure. The JC battle was a great battle for him, even if he's outclassed in it. Rumney battle was a tough tough battle for him. He had he had Nitty on his return. Loso battle was considerably a grudge match with a lot of storylines, and it might be his best performance. And the Shaka Shook battle is a solid battle. I don't think it's a great battle, but it's a good battle for him. He also has the advantage of being in Atlanta. Last time him and John John weren't in an Atlanta crowd, he got cheered and a lot of love. John John got booed. So, like, I can definitely factor in Atlanta. I can factor in the fact that he may have some motivation for a grudge match with a lot more dialogue to have with an opponent of John John's caliber. My issue is just. For the last couple of years, I feel like he's been a little bit lethargic. Like, the performances people will mostly point to to say he can rise to the occasion is like Suge and Loso. And those battles are – the Loso battle is almost five years old. The Suge battle is almost three years old. You know, more than three years, almost four years old. So, he's got something in between that are pretty good. But from that moment on to now, he's battled 80 times. And in those 80 battles, no one talks about any of those performances that <laughs> could rise to the occasion on the big stage. I, so 
he has 140 battles in his career. I really just think that you could just be burnt out after a while. Like, like people are banking on his motivation in this battle. And I don't doubt that he will be motivated. I just don't. I, I just feel like the creative tank has really hit an exhaust pipe. This is like, yo, I don't know if after 140 battles, you necessarily have all this, have all this available to you. Plus, John, John, we haven't seen him in a while. At the end of the day, he's still an elite angler. He has a, a lot of dialogue to work with. Chez obviously can take back momentum with his rebuttals. So even if you feel like his material isn't landing, he has a chance to buy himself momentum back at any given time, which is a great attribute to have. I'm just trusting John John Moore here in the situation. I trust his stage experience more. I, 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 trust, I trust his motivation more than Trez's. Um, and I trust his choice of angling more. Like, I'm, I don't I don't really know Chef tries to be this counter writer or this high level angler. Um, I haven't seen a, a, a Chef Tress that I've really really been impressed with over the last two years. From like I said, these these eighty battles. I'm not saying he's been bad in all these battles. I just haven't really been blown away. You know what I'm saying? So, and I also feel like there's getting a lot of disrespect for John John. You know what I'm saying? Just because of like, yeah, he got handled by Will and Surf, but Tress is not Will and Surf, man, and. Even in that loss against Surf, like that performance is better than Trez's win against none them. So like, I don't know. I just haven't seen too many cards while I walk up the building saying John John was the worst performer or had the worst battle of the card. Worst is strong. I'm gonna say least favorable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, the ace battle. Listen, man, me and Vlad talk about this ace battle all the time. We give the battle the ace. But it's not like Ace was clean in that battle. I don't know why people just pencil it all the way in. Like, Ace just completely, like, demolished him. But at the end of the day, Ace was a big underdog battling him on his league, and that's Ace's first time on a, on a stage of that magnitude. He completed his objective. I'm not saying Ace didn't win the battle. I'm just saying Ace didn't beat John John like Will and Surfer Shoddy did. So I don't like to put that into the equation of things. You know what I'm saying? That situ- and that situation is a whole other situation compared to this one. And you can probably even argue that Ace may have a higher ceiling than Trey. You can argue that. I'm not saying he does. I'm, I'm just saying you can argue that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can argue that. Thank you so much. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to say it. I let the chat say it. Um, but if Ace can make it close, why not Trez? Because when Ace battled John John, so much unpotential was not unlocked yet. Trez battling John John, the, miles, the, the, the mileage is crazy. 140 battles is crazy, all right? Ace was a rookie, technically, when he battled John. This is Trez's almost, you know, 10th year battling 140. I just, I don't know. When people reach the 100-plus battle mark, like, pay attention to them because after a while, they're just, like, on straight autopilot mode. So Ace don't got the wins Trez has gotten. Fair enough. Fair enough. But again, this was a young career. This is a, I don't want to say young, but like this is early in Ace's career, very early. All the battles you guys are referencing for Trez, it's him tapping back into something that was almost 100 battles ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And even that level of Trez, I don't necessarily think it beats like a, the better version of John John Dustin. I don't know. Man. I don't know. Maybe I. I if you guys just banking on the motivational factor of Chef Trez, I can't, I can't knock that. You know what I'm saying? But when I look at the experience on the stage, what they're capable of doing, their skill set, and how they've been recently, uh, I have a hard time picking Trez in this battle. 
I really, really do. But the Atlanta crowd, like Smo says here, very favorable. It does make a really big difference. It definitely – I've been there for the resolution call when Trez battled Suge and John John battled Twerk. And I can definitely say that Trez got way more love, handled that crowd a bit better. Um, wasn't that crazy about that battle, Trez and Suge. I wasn't that crazy about it, but – I keep talking about it like it's I'm a Sonic hater, and I'm not a hater. I like Trez a lot. I do like Trez a lot. This is just the biggest battle of his career, and I don't know. It's just <laughs> 80 battles is a lot of battles, guys. This guy has battled almost an entire catalog at this point <laughs> from from the, from his previous peaks. You know what I'm saying? The Sharon battle at least is, is the closest stride he's had to, to staying in that realm, but Aside of that, I don't know, man. I don't not know. Plus, I've seen him on that stage against none none. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. But again, I guess none none and John John. I can also buy into the nuance that you're battling none none. You're not gonna have as much to say to none none as you would to John. Fair, fair enough. I, I hope for a good performance. I hope for a good performance. But I'm really rooting for a clear victory. No disrespect, Trez. I fucked with Trez. I fucked with Trez. But, <laughs> you know, so that's I hope he can bring his energy up at home. Britt says he's going against somebody who was rested. Very well rested. G4 says, I was just waiting for Verbs Live the other day. Hockey put on some basketball. <laughs> I had basketball on. Uh, this is a uh, ESPN, man. You know what I'm saying? We was watching a celebrity game. It just finished. You know what I'm saying? So, Goda says, John John is always rested. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, man. You know, I'm I'm not going to continue to – I feel like it was a bit of a divisive debate. Um, John John has obviously reached a lot of lows as of lately from his losses to Will and, and Surf and Shoddy, too. I don't know if people don't mention the Shoddy horror battle. Shoddy, Shoddy did John kind of graphic. Um, I just don't know – if I can trust Chef Trez will rise to that level uh, to beat John John if he's really good, but I could trust the John. To, to, I could trust uh, Chef Trez to have some timely rebuttals that help him regain the, or establish some momentum for himself. No doubt about that. In case he says rested, that 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 lol. Never seen that shoddy battle. Check that check that battle out, man. Shoddy horror, John John. It get kind of graphic. <laughs> so that's it, man. John John is tired of people, people bringing up the surf battle. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, the hell he is. I need John John to drop 30 as he, sh- as he should so we can get the easy battle. And you know what, man? I also trust John John's track record against mid-tiers more than Chef Trek's record against top tiers. Is that fair, Smoke? Huh? Is that a, is that a fair is that a fair assessment? Huh? Jesus, that's a good ass point. All right, thank you, thank you, man. Jesus Christ, man! Can't even tell you the type of phone calls Titus and Q have been putting me through. I don't even want to talk to those guys on the phone. Don't don't call me. Don't call me for a week. I got to talk to Titus tomorrow. He's going to recap the event, so I'll, I'll call him tomorrow. But after that, don't call me. After that, don't call me after that, Titus. After that, don't call me. 
Leave me alone. <laughs> so the guy says, I'm here for the anti-South agenda. Hey, you know what? I, I'm not here for the anti-South agenda, but if it makes Titus upset, I'm here for that. So anything that makes him not be happy makes me happy. Damn, that's like some real hater shit, right? That's some real hater shit. <laughs> so much hatred. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's it for me. <laughs> Brand slander and trans. I'm perishing in the swamp. <laughs> hey, Smo. We're going to leave it alone, man. We're going to leave it alone. Uh, before we get up out of here, next thing you do, you twerk drop on the app today. Go ahead and check that battle out. We did do a recap article for it. Um, it was a solid performance from Next. Uh, I definitely thought he showed a bit of improvement. He was fearless on that stage for sure. Showed hard against Twerk, but there's just a gap in, in, in presence, performance, content, and just skill set as a whole. So, like, he did the best that he could. It definitely wasn't enough. I do not have the capacity. <laughs> All right? You know what I'm saying? So... But I do got a lot of uh, love for Next. I respect Next. I want to see him continuously incline. I want to see him battle some uh, shit. I mean, everybody's kind of above him on, in the league right now because he hasn't really fully established his footing. So, like, him versus Castro, him versus Nun-Nun, him versus Swervo, him versus Chufo, all good battles, man. He has, a, he has a lot of good battles available to him. Next versus Chufo is the way. It's a good battle. So that's the next and twerk battle is what John John and Trez battle is going to be like. Oof. So the Dodd, it would, it would make for great group chat content that I would tell you all about. Just quote me. Let me, let me quote you, bro. Let me, get, let me quote this. Right. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> King Kids 43 is laughing. Small says, we getting cooked in the group chat if that happens. Bruh, if, if Trez loses to John John, how next lost to Twerk, me and Small are going to wreak havoc. That's all I'm going to say. Me and Small are going to wreak havoc. Huh? But if it's the other way around, uh, I might just got to block Titus. I'm sorry. You, might, you guys just might not get a recap article. I might just have to block him. I might just have to block him. He really got on my fucking nerves last night. You know that? He really got me angry. Like, I was really upset. Like, I'm getting mad thinking about it now. Like, like that's not how I want to spend my Thursday night. I work really hard. I'll be tired after work. And I, and I got to be on the phone with... The... Yo! Damn! Casey said, calm down. I know Titus is your favorite, Casey. I know Titus is your favorite, but he got me mad. He got me mad. He got me mad. Very mad. So I, I, just, I just, I just, I need mine. I need my get back. I need my get back. All right. <laughs> King kisses. I'm going with the underdogs. Let's go, Trez. All right, man. You going with the underdogs team? You, you betting on Jay Mills too? Mm hmm. All right. All right. Britt says, he says, I ain't say all that. All right. 
Where it says, what do you rate this card on paper? I'll give it a seven and a half to eight. No, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight for show. Clips of Danny's electric. Uh, I, I love to see uh, T-Top. We're a big T-Top fan. Loso and T-Top's a good battle. Main event's a great main event for the South. Uh, Swamp and Clean haven't been consistent, but I, I want to see them get consistent. Sugar and Slade is the battle. Everybody wants to see what the fuck happens. So you might, you know, I might get to give it a little bit more than an eight. I could give it an eight and a half just because it's got enough storyline for me to be really, really intrigued. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Small says, notice he forgot J. Mills has a battle on this card. I, I, I did not pick J. Mills to win this battle. You guys, are, you guys are such liars, yo. Did not pick J. Mills to win this battle. Like, don't, don't cast this false narrative on me. But the battle is interesting because there is massive upset implication available. So if that upset was to happen, I'm sure the timeline will be in shambles. Yo, imagine tomorrow we get a tweet from somebody in the building recording the crowd and the crowd chanting 3-0-3-0-3-0 and it's in favor of Jay Mills. The timeline would be in complete shambles, bro. Shambles. All right. Oof. <laughs> Small says if Mills beats DC, I'm reevaluating his placement all time. Well, that's it for me, man. Let me hit let me end this recording. As always, y'all. Let's talk battlerap.com. Salute to all y'all for tapping in with me. Y'all put life and motivation into me covering this culture. Wouldn't be here without Shah support. I appreciate that. And again, tap in tomorrow with Tata and Titus. They'll be in the building for redemption. They will give all the updates. And I think I'm going to do a podcast with Tata and Titus Sunday night. So we could drop it Monday morning. You guys can hear all about the event. But we definitely got the recap article coming. You know what I'm saying? And be on the lookout. We got a lot of stuff coming next week. We got an article coming out for Easy and Hitman. We got an article for C3 and Caution because it's the finals of, a, of the first female battle rap tournament. Um, we'll definitely be at Chrome 23. We'll definitely be covering King of the Dot. A lot of work in the next two weeks, man. A lot of work. So tap in with us as always, man. Let's talk battle rap.com. That'll be our podcast on all social platforms. We out. <laughs>